Big welcome to those who are watching and joining us online. Great to have you as part of the service today. If the messages have blessed you in any way, do write to us and let us know. We would love to hear from you. Church, can we say a big hello to those who are watching and listening uh, online, wherever you are. Love to have you. Joining in, we've uh, also got Lynn and Caroline, I think somewhere from Timaru Life Church, New Life Church, well, their children's pastor and uh, office administrator, just checking out uh, some of the stuff we are doing here. And uh, just to all in in a couple of weeks, I just want to encourage you to, to, to let, and to let you know, I really do want it to be an all in. Uh, I, I really do. We're, we're taking all of our services. We're going to bring it. I know it'll be uh, pretty packed in here. We'll, we'll, we'll put out heaps of extra chairs. But I want to ask you if you can come. And again, we've got a little bit. It's daylight savings next week. That's changing. So we're, we're getting ready uh, for that. So we're just going to uh, adjust our mindset. But for this service, I know we've got to get up even a bit earlier because we're going to make one service at 10 a.m. Everybody say 10. 10 a.m. Not p.m. 10 a.m. And so I want to encourage you to get here early. We really do have the privilege of having these uh, speakers. Michael Maiden is a prophet and we want the prophet to prophesy. And so you've got to understand this is a special moment for us in the life of the church. These guys could be anywhere in the world, but they're going to be here just for uh, this weekend. And the service, we will do it a little bit different. We may only do just like one song and then we're just going to let them preach. We're going to let them prophesy. We're going to let them do it. We're going to give as much time as we can. So that's why it's very important that you're here early. Make sure you've got kids to check in. Come early. Everybody say, come early. Come. In fact, I want to tell you, that's a good thing to do for every Sunday. Can I hear a good amen? Just, just come bring your, bring your fine selves in here early. Get your coffee. Be said, don't fear. Come in here. Be seated, ready to go and give God your best praise. Hallelujah. And then the week after that, we've got Dr. Sam Chan, an incredible leader. He has mentored some of the greatest church leaders in the world. World from Craig Groeschel. I mean, they rave. I mean, he's got a church of 45,000. And, and that's what amazes me. Sam Chan will mentor him. And he's going to be here in Connect Church. Yes. And he's going to hang here. So don't go, well, shall we go to church today? It might be a little bit crowded. No, that is not the attitude. There's a stinking thinking. You've got to say, I've got to get myself under the Word. I've got to get myself under what the man of God is, uh, God is saying. He's going to be speaking to a massive conference. We get in our little room here a chance to be blessed, a chance to be encouraged. And who knows? Maybe, Michael, you wear your brightest shirt, you might get a prophecy. You wear your prophecy shirt, your Hawaiian shirt with all the flowers on it. You know, the one that says, look at me, here I am, prophesy. So wear that shirt and I know you're going to be, I know you're going to be blessed. Are you ready for the Word? About two of you, are you ready for the Word? Jesus said, for it is out of the abundance of a person's heart that his mouth speaks. What he's really saying is out of the abundance, we can take it personally, out of the abundance, out of the storehouse, out of the treasury of your heart, your mouth speaks. In other words, whatever's in the heart, it wags the tongue. Come on, somebody. Whatever's in the heart will wag the tongue. What you say with your mouth matters. It is said that nothing is opened more by mistake than the mouth. Can I hear a good amen? Come on, I mean, if we're honest. Nothing, nothing is opened more by mistake than the mouth. 
Proverbs tells us that a man's mouth are deep waters. In other words, what is in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your mouth. Oh, I'll say it again because I like it. What is in the well of your heart will eventually show up in the bucket of your mouth. Oh, I'm asking you today, Connect Church, what's in your bucket? What's in your bucket? See, James tells us a word out of your mouth. Don't you worry about my mouth. Your mouth. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. Whoa. It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony into chaos, throw mud on a reputation. What is in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your speech. What's in your bucket? What's hanging around in your bucket? What, what leaves your lips? What does your tongue talk? Life or death? Proverbs tells us your mouth has that power, you know. It actually has that power, Proverbs tells us the tongue has the power of life and death. Professor and Christian author Morris Gilbert said this, and I love this quote, probably my favorite quote of the whole message today. He, he said this, the jawbone of an ass. It's probably the only time I can say it in church. Come on. <laughs> the jawbone of an ass was a killer in Samson's time, and it still is today. Come on. Some of you are slowly getting that. It's sinking through. I think that's some tongue-in-cheek, a little attempt at humor there. I'm on a roll. See, Jesus said, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What's in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your speech. So what's in your bucket? Life or death? Good or evil? See, Proverbs 10 verse 11 says, The mouth of the righteous, the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. In other words, the mouth of the righteous is a life-giving well. It gives life. Our words should give life. Your words should be ones that give life. Give life. But it goes on to say this. If the mouth of the righteous is a well of life, it says, a fool's mouth, a fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the sneer of his soul. You've ever been sneered by your words? It goes on to say, he who guards his mouth preserves his Life. He preserves his life. He, he saves his life. But he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. 
Have you ever opened wide your lips? Have you ever spoken something? And after you've spoken it, you're going, what on earth was I doing? Why, why on earth did I say that? Have you ever done that? Come on, can I see a show of hands like that? It's like, but, and how many know it's like toothpaste, right? You can squeeze it out of the tube, but you can never get it back in once, you, once you've said it. And we don't guard our words. I, 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 listen, I've seen ministries destroyed by stupid words. I've seen people who are in ministry say silly things in, in silly meetings that have, that have destroyed their future. Words are extremely, extremely powerful. He who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. In fact, Proverbs tells us, in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. The Bible says, I don't know where it is. I just remember reading it. It's in Proverbs somewhere that says, even a fool is perceived wise if he keeps his mouth shut. Somebody say amen. We've got to guard what we speak, guard how we talk. Thomas Manton said, most of a man's sins are in his mouth. And let me just clarify, it's not just a man's mouth either. Can I hear? Come on. <laughs> oh, it's gone quiet in this church. Come on, it's not just a man's mouth. Uh, who here, if we're honest, has been affected by foot and mouth disease? Come on, are you, you, all of us here, come on, lying's no good, lying's no good. We have all said Things that we should not have said. What is in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your speech. What's in your bucket? See, Proverbs tells us that an ungodly man digs up evil. He digs it up. He goes searching for it. I'll dig up and see, see around what I can find out. Eh? I'll get the goss. I'll, just dig, I'll, I'll have a dig around, see what I can get. Find out the goss. That's what an evil man does. An ungodly man digs up evil and it's on his lips like a burning fire. Have you ever heard some goss and then you just can't wait to share it? I know you're not going to admit to it anyway, but it's a, you, 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 there's something about negativity, right, that we like. I mean, even every night, six o'clock, you never have the six o'clock good news. It's always the six o'clock bad news. What's gone wrong? The climate's going to, the earth is going to end. It's going to be this. It's going to be that terror strikes. And, and, and because there's something about us that, that, that receives negativity easier. It's like we, oh, it's nice. An ungodly man digs up evil and it's on his lips like a burning fire. It says a perverse man sows strife. How does he sow it? With his words. Yeah. With his speech. And a whisperer separates the best of friends. Hey, buddy, I just want to tell you so you can pray about it. Oh, you've got to know, have you heard? Have you heard? <laughs> Proverbs tells us the words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles. Yep. Who likes trifle? I mean, it says that. No, it's truffles or trifles, I don't know, but it's, it's tasty, whatever it is. 
It's like tasty trifles. And it goes down into the inmost body. And, and, and the Bible tells us that he who goes about as a talebearer, in another version, instead of the word talebearer, it, it's a gossip. He who goes about as a talebearer, as a gossip, reveals secrets. And so what does that tell us to do about such people? It's like don't associate with one who flatters you with his lips. If you had asked me today, what's gossip? Someone said this, gossip is something that goes in the ear and comes out of the mouth greatly enlarged. Oh, yeah. The story just gets bigger and bigger <laughs> the more times we tell it. But know this. No one can have a gossiping tongue unless he has gossiping ears. And please understand this. Whoever gossips to you will gossip of you. Just saying. Pastor Adam, I love you. I'm trying to help you. People just love telling stuff. Did you know? Did you know? Did you hear? Listen, the word of God says this. He who covers a transgression, who covers it, not reveals it. Hey, I just want everyone to know, want to be, you know. He who covers a transgression seeks love. That's... That's it. Now, now listen, don't write me letters. I, I'm not saying some big moral thing or whatever. Someone, you know, fails what I let's just sweep it under the carpet. No, I'm not talking about that kind of thing. But I'm just talking about the general gossip type, type stuff that goes around. Hey, did you hear? Did you know? Did you hear? Did you know? That kind of stuff. I, I'm talking about that. The Bible says, he who covers... Did you know, Pastor didn't even smile at me today as I came into church? Didn't even smile. I don't know what type of church this is. <laughs> Not friendly at all. All right, I've upset people already. They're leaving. Okay, so. I did smile at you as you came in. <laughs> but we, we, we've got a. We've got to understand here that there's something special about covering over. The Bible tells us love covers yeah. a multitude of sins. He who covers the transgression seeks love, but he who repeats the matter separates friends, it tells us. In fact, the Bible says this, it is to the glory of God to conceal a matter. Why do you need to tell your mate, I'll just say we can pray about it. No, you don't, you don't need to. Listen, as a pastor, I've learned over the years, when I was a young pastor, you've heard me say it. I was like, yeah, I need to know everything. I, I just, now, now I don't want to know anything. Come on, somebody. Yeah, that's right. I just learned, this, this, you know, I just learned, I am not a submarine captain. I, we need to dive, 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 go and find out what's going on there. No, no, I don't, I don't want to know. Because here's the thing, enough stuff floats to the surface for me to deal with. Come on, somebody. It, 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 it all comes at the top eventually. Whatever, God, whatever you want to, just bring it to the surface. But it's to the glory of God to conceal a matter, but to the glory of kings to search it out. So the Bible's like, beware of those whose tongue talks trashy tales. Because what is in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your speech. What's in your bucket? I want to encourage you in this church to be ones who speak up yeah. rather than talk down. Yeah. 
And I encourage you to be ones who speak up rather than talk down. Speak up about your life. I'm amazed how we talk about ourselves or to ourselves. Oh, I'm just no good. I can't do anything. I'm just no good. I mean, something about New Zealanders that that does this kind of, no, no, I'm no good. No, 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 no. We, we, you ask people, how are you doing? How are you, do- hey, how are you doing today? And we, we say, not too bad. <laughs> like we're measuring off badness. When you speak here, come on, I'm preaching. I'm pre- when, 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 when we live, we've got to watch how we talk to ourselves. We've got to speak up. I can't do anything. No, the Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Oh, I'm no good. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I can do all things. God is for me. Who can be against me? We, we need to speak up about our own lives. We need to speak up and, and, and celebrate. When we, when we think about others, we need to speak up. I mean, New Zealand, you know it. Tall poppy. Pop your head up, we'll knock it off. <laughs> Try and stand out. You know, we have one of the highest suicide rates in the world. We live in one of the greatest countries in the world, but we have one of the highest suicides. You know what? Because we're always talking down on people. Yeah. Try and step up, we'll knock your block off. Yeah. We'll keep you humble. Yeah. We need to speak up. That's right. We need to talk up. In people's lives. So you can do this. You're a champion. You can make it. When somebody else does well, you need to celebrate that and go, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, Preachers preaching. Right. Speak up. Speak up to your family. Speak up to your kids. Stop looking at your kids' problems all the time and start looking at their potential, what they can actually do and uh, uh, achieve. Husbands and wives. Yeah. Well, why, why not speak up to one another? Oh, she drives me crazy. I said, Mason, stop it. Stop talking like that. Can't do it. Speak up when you're in your marriage relationship. Speak up. Say, you're awesome, dear. Well done. I might get you some cuddles later, gentlemen. The service is closed and we are. <laughs> speak up when you're speaking in relationships and to your, to, to your loved ones. Speak up. I understand this. When, when it comes to your church, speak up. When it comes to your pastors, speak up. Don't have me for lunch every Sunday. Come on. Speak up. Talk life. Yeah. You see how they did that? I didn't like that. It was way too loud this morning. <laughs> Seat was too hard, too soft. Just right. We're not Goldilocks. Come on. <laughs> At least you've got a seat. Come on, someone. <laughs> Speak up right. about your pastor. Speak up about your connect group leader. Yeah. Oh, how'd you think he did? Oh, he didn't do very well today. Not at all. Not at all. I, I could do better. Well, then why don't you lead one? Come on, somebody. Why don't you lead one? Why don't you grab a group and just lead one? And all the connect really say, amen, hallelujah. 
speak up. Don't dis people. Don't dis leaders. Don't dis your church. Don't dis your... Someone asked me before, and between the other service, now, what brought this on, this message? What have you heard? I was like, please. Please. It was what Sam Fleming, don't know, it's nothing to do with Sam. Uh, she's too lovely. She's too lovely. Where this message came from for me is that I used the scripture the last time I spoke. And as I started, I read Proverbs every day. And as I started looking through Proverbs, I started seeing all these scriptures about the mouth. And I felt the Lord say, let's stay here. Because he wants to speak something. Speak up. If you're an employer or a business person, speak, speak, speak up to your employees. I was talking with someone yesterday having breakfast with them and they were telling me how in their, in their company, their boss once publicly in front of other workers spent half an hour abusing another person in the, in the, in the office. How is that going to do anybody any good? Or if you're, a, if, you're, if you're an employee, can I just say stop bagging your boss? Even if, he's, even if he's annoying, even if he's a water, start speaking up. Right. Start speaking live. Speak up. Yes. Tell him something. Say, you're a, you're a great boss. I really appreciate working for you. Yeah. Stop begging your boss. That's good, Speak up. The Apostle Paul said this, you know, the authority which the Lord gave me is for, for this reason. This is the authority and this is for all of us here, for the anointing that we carry. The authority which the Lord gave me is for, listen, building up. It is not for tearing down. Yeah. It's not for tearing down. I'm just telling you. Some people think it's their ministry gift. <laughs> the Lord's brought me to this church to reveal everything that's wrong with it. <laughs> Don't come and meet the pastor and tell them that because he'll say, it's time to find another church. Come on, somebody. Somebody thinks their ministry gift. (laughs) You know who you are. No, I don't. (laughs) Worship team, you can come. We should use our words for building up and not for, for tearing down. See, I, I want to tell you, trashy talk, trashy talk that tears down is not to be a part of this church. That's right. Come on. Trashy talk that tears down is not going to be your testimony. Can I hear an amen? Come on, Come on I need a more convincing yeah. amen than that. It's not going to be our testimony in this church. We're going to be ones who, who speak up. We're going to be ones who build up. We're going to be ones who don't talk down, but, 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 but build up. You know, I love what Scripture says about the power of good words. Good speech. Pure lips. See, it says this, a a wholesome tongue or a good tongue. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. There's life in it. Does your tongue speak life? A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. It says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Listen, there is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise, but the tongue of the wise, what? It promotes health, 
promotes health. Does you good. What are you promoting? What are you promoting in your speech and in your conversations? When you're hanging around with your buddies, when you're Snapchatting, when you're, when you're whatever it is that you're doing, what are you promoting? Are you promoting health? When you're hanging around for, hey, did you hear? Did you hear? What about this? What about that? What are you promoting? Are you promoting health? See, the tongue of the wise promotes health, promotes healing, promotes wholeness, promotes grace, promotes mercy, promotes deliverance. Come on, somebody. It, it promotes freedom. It promotes life. Proverbs 12, verse 25 says, Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. We have a depression epidemic in this nation. But a good word. A good word. Oh, so many people have got bad words. So many people have been dissed. So many people have been messed up by words. Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word, a merciful word, a kind word, a gracious word, a generous word, an encouraging, uh, encouraging word makes it glad. I don't know about you, but I think we should have a ministry of making people glad. Come on, somebody. Just going to make people glad. Proverbs tells us a good report. A good report makes the bones healthy. Does something to our bones. There's a passage somewhere or a reference. I don't know where it is. It just popped into my head there. But talks about how bitterness can even dry us the bones. But a good report makes bones healthy. In fact, Scripture tells us pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. You and I have got to speak up. We've got to speak up and you've got to speak up. See, the Bible tells us that with our tongues, we bless God our Father, yet with the same tongues, we curse the very men and women He has made in His image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. My friends, this can't go on. You know, my mum used to say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. You obviously knew my mum. Because mums know, you see. Uh, mums know uh, what is in the well of your heart will show up in the bucket of your speech. So what's in your bucket? Let's be a church that fills our bucket with life, fills our bucket with mercy, fills our bucket with grace, fills our bucket with kindness, fills our bucket with love, fills our bucket with healing and with health and with wholeness. I love this short prayer and I'll end with this. But it's such, a, it's such a powerful little short prayer. It goes like this. And I pray it to be our prayer. It says, Lord, make my words gracious and tender. For tomorrow, I may have to eat them. Lord, let that be a prayer in our hearts, even today.
Father, we don't want to have to eat our words. We want to give words that bring life and hope, that brings dreams alive and restores the broken, heals those with heartache. Lord, that's what we want our words, our words to do. You know, I want to give you a challenge here today as we go. Maybe even before you leave here today, that you maybe just talk to one person and say something nice. Say a kind word, encourage them, bring some health. You don't know what people are going through. Speak something that will bring life over somebody. Tell them how awesome they are. Tell them that, hey, this is a new day. Tell them whatever you've been going through, God's going to set you free from it in Jesus' name. Speak life over people. And maybe even a challenge for the rest of the week, just once every day. Once every day, just make sure you tell somebody. Give somebody a good report. Give somebody some good news. Speak life. Speak hope. Speak grace. Let's be a church that does that. Let's be a church that really does understand that what's in the well of our heart will end up in the bucket of our speech. So let's let the love of God dwell in us, live in us, and flow from us in all that we do and say. Can I hear a good amen? Every head bowed and every eye closed. No one looking around. If you're here today and you're going, man, I've tried to do life by myself. I've tried to tried to just make things work. Pastor, you, if you look at my life, it's just a mess. I, 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 I need to, to sort so many things out before I can sort of get right with God. I, I, I just want to tell you today. The good news of the gospel is not about how bad you are. It's about how good God is. It's not about what you have to do. It's about what God has done for you. He gave His life so you didn't have to. He gave His life. He paid the price. Free but not cheap. It cost God everything. He paid the price so we could walk free. Friend, if you're here today and you know that you need to get right with God, you know it. Right now, your heart's it's going. It's, it's like the Lord's saying to you, the Spirit of God is touching your heart right now. And you're going, that's me. I know I need to get right with God. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. And that prayer is one that just says, Lord, I give my life to you today. And we'll all pray that together. But if that's you and you want to be included in that prayer, you're saying, that's me, Pastor. I need to get right with God. Wherever you're sitting, every head bowed, every eye closed, would you just raise your hand and just say, that's me, Pastor. Would you include me in that prayer, please? I need that. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you. Anyone else? You know you need to get right with God. Come on, there's someone else. I don't know who it is. Who is it? You know you need to get right with God. Just put your hand right up so I can see it, please. Don't let fear of man stop you. 
And we're going to join in prayer and pray with those who've put their hands up all together, nice loud voice. Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner in need of a Savior. I turn from my sins. I repent and ask you to come into my heart, live in my life, and lead me. Be my Lord and my Savior from this day forth. This I ask in Jesus' name.